Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Q Points, the mobile DJ podcast. My name is Anthony. Alongside me is co-host Will. What's going on, man? How are you? Good. How are you doing? You know, not too shabby. I am. It's currently May 29th. Yes, this it is. This is our 12th show. And you want to know what happens on our 12th show? My headphones keep going in and out, so I'm Do barely they? hearing. Oh, yeah, geez. it's all right, though. We're going to make it through. It seems to be good now. So what's going on, man? Uh, coming off Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, busy, busy weekend we just had. Wow. Yeah, you worked a lot. You pulled a... Um, now, I, I know a lot of people, you know, be like, oh, it's a double. It's no big deal. Tell them about the double you did. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Sunday was tough. Uh, we had a triathlon in the morning. Uh, we got there at like 4 o'clock. A.M., guys. 4 a.m. They had to be there. And uh, and it was out east. You know, everything got started at 6, but we were doing a photo booth and the DJ setup. So it's a little bit different and with the triathlons because, you know, we have to set up, you know, it's it's basically PA. It's not so much a DJ like a party, but we need to make sure there's proper PA. Yeah, it's more so for announcements yeah. and just background music for the most part. Yeah, but it was, uh, yes, yeah, so you got there at, at 4 It was like morning. five hours. Yeah. Once it started. Yeah, it was pretty pretty And then another hour at the end packing up. So it was a long morning. And uh, the night before, I had an event, so no sleep. (laughs) And then I had a nap for like two hours after the triathlon and then went to do a Sweet 16. Yeah, no sleep till Farmingdale, baby. (laughs) And you guys killed it. You know, you had a nice big setup for that, too. Good staff. But we, we definitely killed it over there. Everybody was super I owed happy. you a big one. I, I was actually out of town, so I was in Delaware a while. Yeah, that was this the first was time, I ass. think, that you really set, like had us out while you were away. Yeah, it was it was and a little stressful for me, I'll be honest with you, you know, being that, you know, not that I don't trust you guys, but like when there's certain, you know, technological problems and I'm not there, it could be a little little annoying. Yeah, it's a little me. nerve-wracking. But. but you guys killed it. I uh, already spoke to the mom. She couldn't have been happier. So another crazy weekend in the books, and we're another just one in the books. We're get, just getting started, man. I mean, this summer is already getting out of control, and we're not even in June. But I can't believe we're almost in June already. I mean, next this this coming weekend is June. Yeah, this this year is going by so fast. We're, we're keeping so busy, which is good. I mean, it's already half the year is already gone. Yeah. I feel like 2019 just started. It's scary, dude. It's it's, amazing. it's it's crazy how fast. And now, like you know, 2020. And 2021 are already booking up, you know, and it's just like, where is the time going? You know, but, you know, as long as sales stay strong, events stay strong, we'll just keep on. And we have a solid team with us. We do. It's uh, ever growing, looking for some new people. So hopefully that'll. uh, Yeah, anybody in the area. Yeah. If if you need DJ work. If you need DJ work and you're a decent guy and your head isn't stuck in your ass from having an ego, (laughs) which is all of us, and you're looking for work. Call us. <laughs> you know where to find us. You know us to find us every Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> so I had an interesting idea for this segment, and um, Anthony wasn't really too clear about it. So I, I was kind of, and I wasn't even too clear about it. So Anthony has his own company, other than working w- with me at an enjoyable entertainment called Leading Arts Entertainment. That's right. So it's still in its early development phases. You're definitely off the ground. But it's For sure, still, you yeah. would say it's still in like phase one, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty focused on working with you, mm-hmm. and I'm not really like putting that much time into my own company anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been an entity for like six years, okay. And um, more recently, we've been doing like weddings and sweet sixteens. So you're moving up. Um, used to be solely focused on like backyard parties. Mm-hmm. Like graduation parties and communions and things like that, which we still do. But 
I, I think there are a lot of people though in this area and in the in the mobile DJ community that this is what happens. They kind of they they do it for a little bit and then they're like, I want to do it on my own, and so they start their own company. But I feel like a lot of them don't have the proper guidance or don't know kind of what direction. And it's very easy to spend a lot of money and 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 not get anything from it. Yeah, you know, with all these different websites and Google AdWords and like that. So it's really kind of like picking and choosing, you know, where you think you know, what will help you the best. So, like, Leading Arts, where'd you get the uh, name from? Uh, actually, I wanted to start the company with my cousin, Lucas. Okay. So, originally, it was L.A., Lucas Anthony Entertainment. Okay. And, um, I don't know, he just wasn't really into the mobile stuff. Like, mm-hmm. we were talking about photography and graphic design. It was supposed to be, like, a full-service thing. And um, I really just got into the DJing. So... I wanted to keep the L.A., mm-hmm. so I was just thinking names and leading arts. And it came- it Popped came into to my you. head, and I was like, this works. Well, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this much, and, and people will tell me I'm wrong, you know, but I guess it, it gets on a case-by-case basis. But I've had a partner in the past in other companies and other ventures I've done. Sometimes it's just better to be on your own, you know what I mean? Especially if you're going to just focus on DJ work for the most part, you can handle that. Yeah. You know, until you get so big- where, you know, it's like, all right, I need, like, you know, a general manager just doesn't cut it anymore. You know, I need someone who's fully... Because that's basically the difference between a GM and someone who's, you know, a partner is basically their investment in the company. You know I mean? You'll always have people... There always there will always be workers and employees that will treat the company like their own, like you do for me. But those are very far and in between. It's much easier for someone to be fully invested if they're actually getting a larger piece of the pie. Right. You know, that that's how most people are. But I think that that was the right decision for you. It ended up working out where you don't have to worry about someone else right now. Yeah, I mean, from from the building aspect, I was really trying to build the business and get the clientele. And I think doing it on my own was definitely the better choice. So when you say you, you, you built it, you started building on your own, what steps and what protocols did you kind of give yourself, you know, as a well, first-time entrepreneur? See, when I started, I was very lucky. Uh, my mom was in the PTA mm-hmm. with the local school district, so I got a lot of work with the schools. Um, I did a lot of their dances, and then the parents would be there, and they right. would see me, and they'd book me for birthday parties and communions and things like that. So that's mostly where a lot of my business came from. Listen, man, it's it's always a huge thing. Anyone that you know that can kind of, you know, I've had that too. You know, I've gotten schools before because I've had a family member that was a teacher at the school or someone involved in the PTA to a higher degree. So schools are awesome. Yeah, it's a great and, connection and, and to have. And the great thing about schools is they, they can be residual, you know, and hopefully, you know, because the biggest part is like, let's say, you know, someone becomes the PTA president in, you know, their kids in first grade. You just need to really hope and pray that when their kid gets to fifth grade and graduates, they hand your number to that next incoming president. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. Now, the other issue, however, is that as mu- as good of a client as a school can be, unfortunately, they do you know fall short sometimes because of they don't usually have a large budget. So. I've unfortunately lost clients over the years just because someone came in and lowballed me so hard that yeah, that's it wasn't what, even worth. That's what happens with schools. They're I can't always say looking it wasn't for worth it. The but, cheapest option. You know, I can't not make any money and send someone out on graduation weekend. Yeah. You know, it doesn't make sense. And they'll always, you know, the biggest thing people always say, and it's true at certain levels and for certain events, but like, well, you'll get a lot of exposure. 
yes, you will get exposure. But it depends what stage you're at and what stage you're actually presenting. If, you know, tomorrow the New York Jets called me and said, hey, we want you to DJ, but we're not really looking to spend a lot of money. That might be something that, you know, I would be ventured into. Yeah, that would because definitely of, that's be a something huge to think about. Platform. You know what I mean? You're talking about a big name, Fortune 500 company, you know, a lot Humongous of people. Humongous stadium. Exactly. But for me to go to, you know, a corner elementary school, you know, with 50 kids and like... Could I I book something? Absolutely. Yeah. But sometimes it just may not be worth it. May it not be worth it. Doing the cheaper work. Right. And we've we've talked about this before. You know, you always want to think long term. Right. Don't go for that quick fifty bucks mm-hmm. when you know there could be more money to be made in the future. Exactly. And the other thing is, I don't ever want to send out someone that's not going to do to the best of their their ability. But my guys all make decent money. You know, you will find people that are paying guys 20 bucks an hour or something like that, and they're sending them out with a laptop and, you know, some monitor speakers, you know, and, and you know, you don't want to do that. And I will never do something like that. So I'd rather not take a job than do a bad job. I, I, that's always how I've been. Because we actually, it's crazy now. I never thought I'd be at the point where I turn down work, but I do. Because if I can't do it to our, you know, full ca- full capacity... You know, I, I won't do it. You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I think for leading arts entertainment, I'm still in, you know, the spot where I need to take on work. Which isn't a bad thing. You know, I'm not really, like, I can't turn down work yet because, you know, I'm not making enough or anything. Right. Because I haven't invested enough into it yet to not get anything, like, not get my return investment. So. so what would you say is the next step for leading arts as far as I know I know like you've said you've you've let it take a little bit of a backseat. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I don't want you going nowhere. <laughs> but I'm I, I'm just you know, it's more so for the people out there that are listening that are in their early process and, and what they're doing with their own company, you know, what would you say that you would want to do next? Yeah, for people who are in the same boat or just starting their companies, I would say um, you know, you, you should really shoot to be a multi op. You know, I love being a single op. It's awesome. You know, I book a gig, I meet the client, I go out and do it. Right. So it's all one man. Mm -hmm. But um, if you're really looking to make money in the industry, you need to have a team, Mm -hmm. a group of people that you could send out. Um, So definitely invest in your equipment. You know, don't just have one rig that that you send out. Have multiple rigs. I like that because it, and 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 it's true. You you always have back. We've talked about always having backup equipment. Yeah, always having, yeah. You know, and depending on who is working for you, they may have their own setup. Right. And I know that's what we do sometimes. Right. But you can't always expect who you hire to have their own setup. And if you do, then they might, they could you be know. an awesome DJ and just not have any sound equipment. Sure. So you need to be able to send them out with something. Right. No, hundred percent correct. But it's just, you know, and the other thing is. I know a lot of people, the first thing they want to do when they when they open up their corporation or their LLC or whatever they're doing, they go blow a bunch of money on credit cards or whatever like that, and they buy all this fancy equipment. You know, I, I do know people have that, that have done that. Problem is, is they don't have a clientele. Yeah. So now they're paying interest and in all this expensive money on $10,000 worth of speakers and, and DJ equipment that they just bought, but they don't have it income coming in. Investing in the equipment is just as important as investing into your marketing. And- right. You know, like how you get your business. How I did it was, you know, when I first, when I, and we, we've talked about this, I think, on the first show. When I, when I, when we started, when I started Enjoyable Entertainment, all I had from my prior ventures 
was two JBL JRX 100s unpowered with a crown amp. And, you know, every week that I would have work, I would take the money and I would get something that we needed. And, you know, eventually I got a pair of eons so i got rid of the crown amp and then i got better you know i got a nicer facade and you know it was from there but i wasn't dumping you know this massive amount of money you know into something that i didn't have a, a clientele right. because it's different than other ventures because there's other there's other things where you can you know invest 50 grand and you already have a decent stake but you're talking about people's events so it's a it's definitely a little different i mean granted if you came in and you said all right i have this company that wants to hire me every week that's one thing but when you're talking about you know doing private events for the most part you know the safest way because if i mean listen if you have the money to blow you know godspeed go do it but to be on the safer side and make sure you're protected i'd say you know gradual I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Has there been any type of you know advertising or anything that you've done for leading arts? Most of my advertising is all on social networks. Okay. Like I'm a member of a lot of the school groups, mm-hmm. like the moms. And, and, what, and what will you put in there? And the parents are all on. So um, usually I just sort of sit back and like wait until I see something about an event, mm-hmm. and then I'll put my two cents in. Okay. So at least like they know, oh, we have a DJ in the group. Right. That's smart. So it's just being there, being seen, I think is the most important thing. Have you ever tried any of those websites like Gigmasters or Thumbtack? Um, when I first started, I was on Thumbtack and I got three parties from them. Okay. And it was awesome. I had the five star ratings. It was, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. But, I, I, but st- I think I still have like five star 54 reviews on there. Like, <laughs> I still have a lot of reviews from But after a past. while, I didn't really see... Um, any major growth from it? Yeah, I was able to get more work through the schools and mm-hmm. the local parents and things like that. I will definitely say that you know, in in the beginnings when when I first started, Thumbtack was huge. I mean, I think I told you in in twenty. Yeah, you were like an ambassador for them, right? Yeah, in, in twenty, I think it was twenty fifteen. I booked a hundred parties in one year off Thumbtack. I mean, and some of these that's clients, impressive. It, it was amazing, and and some of like. You know, I had booked this one $350 backyard DJ in Upper Brookville, and it ended up leading to, like, in that little circle of people that I met, it ended up leading to, like, 50 grand worth of work over the next couple of years. Like, and I met, you know, one other person that I did their wedding ended up leading to a partnership where, you know, if I book bands, you know, they would be the band, you know, I would call them. So, I mean, it's just amazing. Like, the little, the smallest little party can truly lead to certain things. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I, I think we, and I think we also spoke about the fact that I stopped using them just because they really became an automated system, and it really didn't have the special touches that it did at one time. But those are all great. I did gig salad, gig masters. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad to try out. Websites like that definitely help. It was actually ironic. I got a, um, I got a message from Gig Masters like a week ago that apparently my my subscription just renewed and I was charged like $400 and I was oh like my gosh. whoa 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 I canceled that like a year ago I just I usually have kept it just because and this is something we can also talk about it's another SEO tool so it's another thing that you know you show up oh that that's another list on when on Google yeah, yeah, true. which is also a great thing but I did not want anymore so luckily the people at Gigmasters were super cool and they refunded me no issues, but I was like, "Oh, come on, man! I don't feel like losing that type of money right now." Yeah, you know, it was just pain in the butt. That's a lot to lose if you're not really actively using it at all. Yeah, but Google, Google can be a great thing, and the and the biggest thing about Google is it could cost you a lot of money, and it or it could cost you not a lot of money. 
You know, you you could get your name out there right now and have you at the top every single day, but it's going to drain your bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, what I've done over the years is I've I put no money into Google. It was just doing the backlinking on the website, you know, making sure people are reviewing you. And a great place for people to leave you reviews is on Google. You know, there, there's no reason that you should not have people reviewing you on Google. It's a huge, huge, awesome thing. And um, have you used Google at all for reviews or anything like that? Not really. No? You no. should definitely look into that, man. It, it, it's, it's been... I've been approached on numerous occasions uh, by the people who, like, um, I'm not really sure how to word it. Like, they help you with the SEO. Oh, okay. Le- yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, they like, help to bump you up to... Right. You know the the top of the first page. Yeah, they, but I never really wanted any help. I was just like, oh, I'll do it on my own on social networks. There's a lot Thank of companies you, you know? that that will do that, and you know they'll, they'll try to help you and out and everything like that. When you have your own website and you're on Yelp and things like that, you you don't really need that because all those websites, like we like we just mentioned, with Thumbtack and everything, they all already help with SEO. Right. So. No, you're, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, like I said, when you're in the beginning phases, I think the best thing to possibly do is conserve your money and, you know, go get your name out there by yourself. Social media, huge. Take good videos. You know, do, oh, the, right, do the right thing by This people. day and age, it's so important to have content. Yeah. Like, you need to take videos or pictures mm-hmm. at every one of your parties, especially the the large scale ones or the ones that are really lit having a good time yeah because that's what people are going to see and that's what this day and age what people base their decision on and you need to do the right thing by the client right you know no matter what you know if something happens and you're let's say you're doing an outdoor event and you know i don't know one of your speakers blows or something like that you you need to work with people because honestly you could ruin someone's event not on purpose but you could ruin someone's event and they will still recommend you if you do it the correct way I actually had a friend, uh, we don't really talk anymore, but um, he was doing a party in my neighborhood and I get a call from him and he's like, hey, both my speakers just blew out. Is there any way you can lend me your speakers? And luckily I was free that day. Oh, wow. So I went over, set them up for him. I hung out for a little bit. Save the day. Yeah. That's a good friend. Yeah. That's a good friend. That's another thing. It's, It's nice to have the friends in... In the business that could help you out, God forbid anything happens. Yeah, totally, and totally, and that again comes down to the backup equipment. You know, you know, just the example. We had a um, Sunday night Anthony's party. They had a photo booth, and for some reason, the printer had a major jam, and it was not something that even my experienced technician, you know, could fix on the fly. It seemed to need more of like a screwdriver, and you know, take apart the hardware a little bit. But luckily, you know, we're at a Sweet Sixteen. We don't have time to do that. There was a backup printer right in the truck. They threw it in, plugged it in, and it was smooth sailing. Yeah, that's the first thing he asked me. He was like, is there a backup in in the truck? And right. I was like, yes, yes, there is. Yeah, there always so needs he, to be backup. He ran right out. He grabbed it. He brought it in. You know, you, backup microphones. And that saved the day for backup, the most part. Backup printer, backup speaker. You know, even a backup mixer, you know, is a great thing. Yeah, if you could afford it. Yeah. If, if you I have mean, an listen, extra one. I like, and again, yeah. it comes down to, not at first. At first, you know, get the necessities. But even, you know, as a backup... Go get an XLR to eighth and plug it into your iPod. I've had to do that. Yeah, I've actually had to do that. You know, in a worst case scenario, if you're doing an outdoor party and your and your mixer, you know, overheats or your computer overheats, you know, it it happens. Always have a backup. You know, definitely happens. Have a fan so that doesn't happen. I was doing a a, uh, St. Patty's Day race, and um, 
I don't know what happened. I think there wasn't enough like power being fed to the controller mm-hmm. and it wasn't working properly. Like it would cut in and out and there was nothing I could do about it. So I was like, okay, think, 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 think. So what I ended up doing was I used uh, the eighth to RCA. RCA and I played music through my phone the entire time. Luckily it was a race, so I didn't really need to mix. Yeah. But the background music was there. And then I plugged my wireless mic directly into, into the back of the yep. speaker. Thank God yeah. that speaker had all those hookups. And that's you know, the that, great thing. That's about, something yeah. you should think about. Yeah, don't get these don't get these speakers that have a one type of input thing. You know, even like the new QSC K twelve twos. At least three channels. They have XLR, they have a second XLR, and they also have eighth. Yeah. So it, it, it's huge because you never know well, what you're going to need. A lot of the XLR ones now have it so that you could put a quarter, put in. the quarter inch in too. Which is awesome. So listen, those really come in handy. You never know what's going to happen. So all I can say is just be prepared, learn from every bad experience, and just keep on keeping on. But Anthony, where can they find us online? QPointsPodcast.com. Also, be sure to check the forum on there. Yes. Become a member. Yeah, do it. Help us out with some ideas. Um, on YouTube, Anthony Garcia DJ Vlogs. That's where we post the video versions. Hello, mm-hmm. how are you? <laughs> and uh, Instagram and Facebook at Q Points Podcast. Yeah, every single Wednesday we are here at noon, and uh, there's gonna be some big changes coming pretty soon. So something just happened. I don't know what that was, but anyway, we're gonna keep on going. Um, it's just, dude. There's so much happening, and I'm really excited to see. You know, every week the progression. Uh, we're getting a new logo, which is going to be pretty cool. I have to run that stuff by you. I didn't get to tell you about that Working until on now. It. We're getting there, though, man. So every single Wednesday, right here, QPointsPodcast.com. We've got another segment coming up. So yes, we do. We'll be so back. Stay tuned. Right after this. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Will from the Q Points Mobile DJ Podcast, and we would love to get your opinion and your take on the DJ world in today's day and age and how much it's changed and everything going on and having to do with the mobile DJ universe. Give us an email at QPointsPodcast at gmail.com, and let's get you involved in the conversation. Again, that's QPointsPodcast at gmail.com. We'll speak to you soon. If you're enjoying the Q Points Mobile DJ Podcast, then you got to give us a follow. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Q Points Podcast for giveaways, product reviews, and so much more. That's Q Points Podcast on all social media platforms. Check us out. All right, welcome back to Q Points, the mobile DJ podcast. We were just talking a little bit about how I started leading arts entertainment. Yeah. You know, what went into it. Yeah, and how you know you're still in you know I, I you know when I when I said phase one I was thinking of like Marvel you know like when they first started out in 08, yeah. you know like that and I still think you know I think that's like you're there right now in phase one I don't think that's a bad thing so you no, know everybody I, I, you know. has to start somewhere and um, I'm taking a little longer than mm-hmm. than everyone else because I'm invested in other things right but um, yeah it just takes time that's it man and and you know and I know we've had some um, some people that have seen the podcast and watch it weekly one of the biggest things that they've had said to us is that hey you know you guys I know you talk about a lot of startups and everything but what about you know us big guys you know they've been around 30 years and like to you guys I say 
good job, man. You know, you guys have been around 30, 30, you know, 20, 30 years in an industry that, you know, is ever changing. So if you're still around now and you haven't faded out, that means that you've listened. You've been doing something right. You've been, yeah. you've been listening because the last, I mean, you know, you, you compare, you know, 2015 to 2020. I mean, you're in a whole different ballgame. I think you compare 2010 to 2015 again. You know, not only is music always changing, you know, the equipment's always changing, technology's always changing, and biggest thing that a lot of other, you know, factors also change are trends, mm-hmm. different trends. So like maybe not like the last five years, but maybe the last 10 years, social networks weren't that big. So, right. you know, it was nice to have the content for mm-hmm. your website or your catalog or your brochures or whatever. But now we're in a time where everyone's going to social networks yep. to sort of see what you're about, see what you do. So generating that content for your clients to see ahead of time is very important. Yeah, and there's so many people I meet in just networking in general, not necessarily in the DJ world. We know we're probably better at it than most, but biggest thing, honestly, for me, is if you have a website, it needs to be mobile friendly. Mm-hmm. Most people's websites are not mobile friendly. Do you know how hard it is on an iPhone you know, to try to zoom in just to get to your services page. I'll tell you right now, eight out of 10 people aren't gonna do it, 100%. Yeah, if you have to do extra work, that's gonna turn people away. You have to make it's things- It's gotta be easily people accessible. People are lazy. People don't like to do things, you know, that, that they don't. So if you wanna I get the business- to that. I don't yeah. like doing extra work to, <laughs> to try and find something. You're one of many though. Yeah. I mean, most people don't, eh, I don't feel like doing that. Look at Amazon. It is running every major, you know, mom pop store in 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 the areas away, because why should I get up when I could go on Amazon and I could one day ship for free? Yeah, you know, I I even felt bad. I was uh I was at a networking meeting like two weeks ago, and I was speaking with a printer, and we were talking about you know having step and repeats made, you know, the backdrops for the photo booths, and you know for for different red carpet events, and I was explaining to him that you know. I'm a big believer in shopping local, but I can only shop local, you know, if it makes sense. You know, I need to be able to, you know, to save money, you know, right. where I can. When it make, you know, if it's a couple dollars here and there, I'm always going to go, you know, I'd rather go to my local electrician, you know, to buy equipment, my wholesale, you know, f- outlet than go on Amazon. Unless he doesn't have it. That happened to me a couple weeks ago where I needed a certain outlet and they didn't have them and I didn't have them for weeks. Finally, I found them on eBay and I bought a bunch. But getting back to the step and repeat, yeah. I was um, I was comparing the prices, and I mean we were talking about a forty percent increase, and he and that was his wholesale price, and I could get it in a day from my company in another in another country in another state, still U.S. made, just in another state, and they just had a bigger quantity. You know, when you have a fifty thousand square foot warehouse, you can make things a little cheaper than you know a guy in the back of an area around here. For sure, it's all about that, man. It's all about you know. Day in and day out. You have to just, know where to source from. Yeah. And, you know, I've come a long way myself. You know, I haven't been in the business, you know, 20 years. Yeah, know. that's what I wanted to go into next. I Ooh. sort of wanted to flip flip the tables flip. and uh, hear a little bit WWE about WWE style, we're flipping tables <laughs> everywhere. All right. Well, what do you want, what do you want to know? By all means, ask uh, away. So I know we've already heard about, like, sort of, where you started, you were yep. you were in catering. Mm-hmm. You sort of fell into the mobile DJ business. Mm-hmm. Um, once you actually started, what was your main priority? Like, well, it was basically how did you, you know, know you wanted to grow? It was ba- well, I wanted to make money. 
You know, I still want to make money. And the only way to do that is just just continually be new, you know, and, and just you need this. You're not just selling a, a DJ. You're not just selling an experience. All right. You're, you're selling time. And time is more precious than anything in this world. Okay. If I'm going to be somewhere, I need to I need to figure out what am I worth? What is my time worth? And should I take it? And now we were talking about before with you, and right now you're, it, it's not a bad thing to say if something comes in, I need to take it. You know, me on the other hand, I'm at I'm at a point now where you know we have employees, we have disability insurance, insurance, workers comp. Now we're doing 401ks. You know, so you know I'm I'm at a I'm at a higher level where you know I have to think that you know if I'm only making a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars on a gig. I'm not really making $100, $200 because there's rent, there's car, there's the insurance for the trucks, there's all these different things that go into it. So, you know, I need, I'm selling a brand and I'm selling, um, you know, I'm selling a quality brand that's been around for five years. You know, we, we do about 300 events a year, give or take, we're growing every year. But, you know, I've seen a very interesting thing and I've talked about this a lot of other guys in the industry where, you know, I'm doing, if not the same, maybe less events in certain months but i'm making if not 30 to 40 percent more money Hmm. because i'm charging more money i'm charging what we should be charging that's basically what happens when you're first starting out and you're a year in and you're you know you you can't charge you know thousand fifteen hundred dollars for one man it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen you're not gonna it's it's not gonna happen at all they'll see what you are right they'll see what you have that's that's not worth that you know but you if you can sell it you know in a certain way where you know they're called i almost when when people come in i don't want people especially with weddings i don't want people to think that i'm gra- graveling at their feet for the work it's almost like you know it's a two way street you know i want to make sure i can work with you you know and i've talked about this with plenty of other guys in the industry about that and I, and you know i want to make sure that you're a right fit for you know our clientele right. i can tell someone's going to be a really problematic client i might not want to take that client because no matter how hard i work to make them happy they're not going to be happy, you know. And, and in this day and age, with reviews and everything, and online, it's very social media, to have a happy you know, client. we have there, we have Facebook groups, you know, that, that are st- specifically for weddings and stuff like that. You need to be careful, and you want to make sure that you know you always know what you're getting into. And so, you know, where where I'm at, you know, it's just it's basically finding the right proper investments. What makes sense, you know. What makes sense to rent? What makes sense to buy? You know, I've always bought things, you know, for about, I would say about 95% of the things that we offer, I own myself. There are certain things that I won't buy because it changes the equation too much where it doesn't make sense. Right. So that's kind of where, you know, I see the the investment portion going to. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that spend a lot of money on advertising. I don't want to do that. You know, maybe I'm, it might, you know, advertising is great. You know, I really do think that, you know, I could probably get a lot more business by advertising, but I already have a lot of business, and we're still growing. While we're on the topic, um, when you were first starting out, what was sort of your advertising mission? I mean, in the beginning, I knew I didn't have a lot of money to spend. You know, every, if I made five hundred bucks on a one man, it went back into you know I bought new covers or something that I needed. You know what I mean? So that was always a big thing. Um, but you know. As far as advertising goes, you know, I had the Thumbtack, the Gig Salad, the Gig Masters, Facebook, you know, I was putting stuff out in there. I had a couple schools and everything, but I never really spent money on Google or Yelp, who likes to call me every week, 
still uh, calls me. I get those calls too. Yeah, I fight with them. Yelp. If you're listening, stop call- stop calling Bro, real people. Quick, stop calling me. <laughs> stop calling people. It's so annoying. No, actually, I was in. I, I can vividly remember. It was probably about six months ago, and um, guy from Yelp called me, and. I tried to politely tell him like I wasn't interested, but he like wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. I ended up like screaming at him in the, in the middle of aisle thirteen. <laughs> I'm like trying to pick up some motor oil or something, or it's like just a quarter inch nut, like little washer nuts. And I'm like, dude, I'm hanging up on you right now. Don't ever call me again. And like the same thing now that now I just got a call the other day. I was actually talking to someone else in the industry the other day because the Better Business Bureau called me. And they were like, you have met our qualifications for being in business for X amount of years and all this stuff. And I've heard of the better, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, for sure. So I'm talking about, I'm talking to somebody else in the industry and I'm trying to figure out if it's worth it or not, you know, because it was like five or $600 for the year. It's not exactly a little bit of money, but it's also like, is it worth it? You know, it's sort of just like a seal of, it's a seal of approval. But then I thought about it. And, and it was a great point that, that he made. And he says, when's the last time you went on the Better Business Bureau before booking something? That was a great, that was a great question. That's true. Because you know what? In 2010, bet your ass you probably would have. Yeah. Or someone you know uses the Better, Better Business Bureau. I feel like it's, it's more so um, when you're looking at different companies. If you see that they're a part of right. the Better Business Bureau, they more so like the seal trust, than they actually like go. You, you may trust them more if right. you see that seal. Right. But you're not going to go to their web. Well, some people would though. If you know, maybe if some it people was, do, but I don't know anybody who will actually go there and look. But for in 2019, they might not. But yeah. you know, 20. Because there's so many other outlets to uh, find. Hello, you remember? How, you know how many people in 2005 were spending thousands of dollars a month in the yellow pages? Yeah. In the white pages? Yeah. Who spends that now? You know, same thing. A lot. a lot of people are in the penny saver. Nothing against the penny saver. They're actually doing a really good job right now of converting to really being an online marketing company. But again, same thing. A lot of money a month. And, you know, I wasn't seeing the proper cl- the clientele that I wanted wasn't there. You know, I, I don't want to spend thousands of dollars a month and get four hundred dollar DJs. That doesn't make sense for me. You know, I don't I can't I can't afford to be taking work like that. So it's really about putting my money in the right spots that I wanted to. And for the most part, that was you know either direct campaigning to a client like a thumbtack type of thing, or not advertising at all and just doing a decent job and making sure that everything was done properly and letting the work flow into the next job. Right, because ultimately, you know the major the major source of where you get your clients is word of mouth. Right, and the clients themselves. I mean, I've I've and done a very good job at, good at at finding residual clients. I mean, everyone. Listen, I love weddings. Uh, you know, give me a wedding any day of the week; it'll be fine. But weddings aren't my clientele. My clientele is corporate, right? And you know, and, and these residual accounts because although a wedding is great, you're probably not going to get a party from that wedding. If you do get a party from that wedding for three years, when it's the first birthday of the kid, right? Or they have an anniversary party or something like that. However, the clients that I go after, they have you know four to five events a year, different types of events. Like here at LIU, they right. do things year round. Exactly, constantly. You know, it's things like that. Schools are a great example. You know, high schools, junior highs, elementaries, private school. We we have. I, I was just telling Anthony earlier. Um, we have a school we do every year, and I actually didn't hear from them this year. But it was something that fell into the back of my head. I forgot about the school. Ironically, is on their yearly trip to Israel. 
And he texts me and goes, someone reminded me that we never booked the prom. And it's in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's during the week and we could cover it. I saw the invite on the calendar and I was like, that's really close. <laughs> you just found, you, you, just you found, just found out, out about that? Yeah. It was, just, it, was so, it was so interesting. And it's a good thing we were available, though. Ex- exactly. You know, that's why. And again, it comes down to good staffing. Never book a prom. <laughs> that, that was the probably the before. hardest thing for me is, um, and you'll find this out when as you grow, is getting to the point where you're booking these higher-end events that you have so many moving parts at and you not being there. And, you know, like this past weekend, you know, Anthony was running the show and there was a lot of moving parts. And I was out in Delaware, you know. And I did have to believe call you me, a couple I, times I was stressed, you know. Yeah. But, you, yeah, but you had 95% of it down. You left early. You know, we actually put additional staff on the event because for the most part, I would say if there's five, stays, five stages between beginner and, like, MVP, been doing it for 20 years, guys. I'm like, I'm like in, in, in the middle of phase three. You know what I mean? Like, I've got a successful company. Um, you know, I'm employing good people and everything like that. But we're still at a point where there's so much room to grow. You know, I never want to hit the ceiling because if I hit the ceiling, that means I can't, I can't expand anymore. I don't I can't think there do is things. a ceiling. But some people. Or maybe a glass ceiling. Yeah, exactly. I always want to keep shattering it. Keep moving <laughs> up, keep doing the right thing. And, um, because all that means is I'm going to make more money, you're going to make more money, we're going to have more people on staff doing more events. So the fact that, you know, it went smoothly, you know, and we've done events like that before, but this was probably one of the first times where I was actually out of the state. Like, you know, there's always been times where it's like, all right, if you really needed me, I could get there in an hour. You know, I could make it, I could, you know, maneuver things around. Right. But I was, there was no shot in hell that I could have made it. But I, and I made, could tell you were a little nervous because you kept calling. Yeah. I wanted <laughs> like, to just make sure. Done? Are you guys done? Yeah. Are you guys there? <laughs> I just wanted I'm to like, make sure got this. that everything was, you know, but all, I, all said and done. I understand because um, I actually went to Florida, I think it was two years ago. I went to Florida and I had a wedding reception booked. It was sort of a small scale thing, so I wasn't too worried about it. I sent two friends of mine. Mm-hmm. I went over everything with them the night before. I I taught them how to set everything up. I taught them how to use the controller. I showed them where all my music was. Can you guys handle it? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, I'm in Florida at the beach, and I'm like, if you guys need me, either you can call or FaceTime. You know, I'll help you as best as I can. They FaceTime me. I'm like, yeah, that goes there, that goes there. I'm I'm helping them as much as I can. And I thought it went well. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh-oh. So I never heard back from the client, which I thought was a little weird. I reached out to see how everything was, didn't hear back. And then one of my friends who I sent showed me a, a video of it, and he's like, oh, look, it was so much fun. And the music, was like the tempo was at the lowest setting the entire party. Oh my God. And I was like, you didn't realize? I was, oh my God, my so blood mean, was boiling. So you mean people were going, we all having a good time out there? Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't notice. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know what, though, at the same point, why did, the, why did no one say anything at the party? <laughs> did you ever get in contact with that client? Nope. Wow. Never. Ne- and what, never did, got and back what did we learn from that experience? Uh, definitely to go over things in more depth. Um, you know, I probably should have picked someone who had experience. <laughs> that might have helped. <laughs> Check your tempo. I mean, I I love those friends that I sent, but that that was 
That could have been bad. A good for, skill. A good that skill could have been I, bad for my name. Yeah, it could have been really bad for your name. You're so, lucky it didn't get bad. Yeah. Um, one thing that I always do, and not necessarily with DJ, but movie nights, photo boots, stuff like that, is I'll have them come over. Not the day before, by the way. That was ballsy of you. I'll do like a week before. <laughs> well, I was already in Florida for a couple of days, but the day before I left oh, okay. is when I showed them gotcha. everything. But normally what I'll do is I'll have them set up from soup to nuts without me. Then break it down, do it again, and then, you know, because, like, especially at the photo booth, there's always going to be troubleshooting things that mm-hmm. you're not going to plan on happening. But it, as much as I can get them to understand it without me there, you know, and I won't normally send someone out, like, on a photo booth or a movie night by themselves until, like, the second or third time. Right. Like, I want them to really get used to it first, get into the rhythm. Yeah, no, this was a simple, regular yeah. regular DJ, very minimal lights. Shouldn't have been anything to worry about. Wow. But the the tempo sliders were all the way down. And, dude, these are all things <laughs> you know you, you learn as you go. Notice? I yeah, I mean that there's no excuse for that. I there's literally no excuse. Now, not on your end, on their end. But and I also I called the venue ahead of time to make sure they had Wi Fi uh-huh. so that if the clients had any requests, you know, they could use my Spotify, right. get get the song on. The Wi-Fi wasn't working. Oh, man. Dude. It was just a disaster, man. Well, listen, we if, like to leave those things if in the I past, was there, but learn from them. You know, I it probably would have went a little better. I would so hope so. That makes I would me, certainly hope so. That makes me feel, you know, upset that I and that's, wasn't that's able to that's kind of what I was deliver, getting back know? to with the whole Delaware thing with this weekend was I was a I was, you know, able to give the rate of satisfaction that I would have wanted without me even being in the state. That takes a lot of time. Because, you know, it's not every day you can find people that will do just as good of a job as, as you and yeah, will show up early. Yeah, I've been working with you for like a year and a half. Yeah, it's been a year and a years. half. Yeah, it's... And this is the first time that you've set me on something. Right. Like, and I can vividly remember other things, but again, I was I was within a call right, right. or I was within, you know, a 20 minute, 30 you minute drive. You would have been able to come if I needed anything. And honestly, it was more so, and I've had you do the triathlons before, but this is the first one where I've sent you guys out like 3 a.m. style without me and like you had multiple moving parts again. And then to do the second part, it was... Uh, you guys definitely earned your keep this weekend, and I'm uh, very gracious for that. Thank you much. And, uh, dude, yeah, it's, it was, like I said, I'm really happy good. we were able to deliver. I'm just happy we had a good Memorial Day. I mean, I wasn't here, but I know the weather was good. People made money. People yeah, it was had a nice fun, weekend. you know. It, and, you know, I just hope that we have a really good summer. It's going to help everyone's businesses flourish. And you get on the fairs coming up pretty soon all around the island. And it's just it's about having fun, man. Because, I mean, for the this most part, you know, we're busy. You know, everyone else kind of getting off. These kids are off from school, starting soon. You know, we got the prom season in full effect right now. So, can't ask for much more. Can't ask for much more than that, man. But, uh, see, I, t- I told you this segment would work out. Yeah. He was How so much time worried. do we have left? We have two minutes left. Man. All right. All and right. he was so worried. He's like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I was like, listen, <laughs> let's do a, still like a little, like, therapy thing where we yeah just no talk honestly about we didn't really have anything planned for this episode hey man we're like let's just talk about what's on our mind and for those yeah. guys that watch the show that have been in the business a long time and they have critiques of the show I invite you on the show yes I want to invite every one of you on the show because I want to hear what you have to say we want to hear what you want to have to say and you know the experiences that you've had that have made you know what you do a craft because listen there's a lot of guys that have been in this business 20 30 years that could talk you know, audio and lighting up and down on almost anyone that is our age. Because unfortunately, it's such an easy entry level. You know, I mean, you can go to IGJ now right now, and for 600 bucks, you can get speakers, 
a two a two channel mixer and a microphone, and you could go do an event yeah. tomorrow. But these guys, you know, DB settings, you know, all, all these important things, you know, h- how to use an equalizer, and we could go on and on. That's a whole segment itself. So I'm inviting any of the guys on, out that are watching this. Yeah, please reach out to that us. That say, you know, it's a young guy's show or something like that. I want to hear what you have to say and uh, anyone else that you have that you think would be a good person to come on. 60 seconds, Anthony, tell us where they're going to find us, what's going on with us come on down to qpointspodcast.com you can find all of our stuff there we are on social networks Instagram and Facebook at qpointspodcast you can find the video version on Anthony Garcia DJ Vlogs also check out my gig vlogs on there yeah they're very good and uh, they're mostly from my events lately (laughs) and they're still coming out so every single Wednesday we are here at noon we make it no matter what it's not easy but we really enjoy it and we're having a fun time with you guys and there's going to be more to come pretty soon. We're going to be doing some new things. Production's going skyrocketed. New logos. Everything's going to be new. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited. He's so excited. Cue <laughs> points, the Mobile DJ Podcast. Catch us here next week. We'll see you guys then. Yeah.